Law enforcement suicides are at an all-time high right now. One of the causes is poor leadership within the law enforcement profession. Nick, the host of the Roll Call Room podcast, has written a book, Police Mental Barricade, A Survivor's Guide to Poor Law Enforcement Leadership. This book is a raw and powerful look into suicide and how poor leadership decisions contribute to law enforcement suicides. Buy the book now at mentalhealthbarricade.com and stop the stigma. The issues discussed on the Roll Call Room podcast do not reflect the opinions of any specific agency. Any characters discussed on this show may be fictional for comedic value unless you're a shitbag Steve. This podcast is rated explicit and listener discretion is advised. You can write everything down if you want to. Be brave enough to write every one of your goals down, but I'm gonna tell you something. Life's gonna hit you in your mouth and you gotta do me a huge favor. Your why has to be greater than that knockdown. And I love it. Buster Douglas got knocked out. Nobody ever got knocked out by Mike Tyson and ever got back up. It was almost a 10 count. He was stumbling. They were four, three, two, one. And ding, 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 saved by the bell. He goes to his corner, the whole world is like, yep, that's it. Once he comes back out, that's it. Mike's gonna just hammer him. And exactly that, Mike Tyson came out like, I got him. I got this kid up against the rope. Listen to me, many of you right now, life's got you up against the rope. You can't give up, you can't give in. Listen to me, if it was easy, everybody would do it. And if life's got you backed up, I need you to do what Buster Douglas did. Buster Douglas start fighting back. The world was shocked. <gasps> Goliath has been knocked down. What happened? And they went to Buster Douglas and they asked Buster Douglas simply like, what happened? And Buster Douglas said, listen to me, it's real simple. Before my mother died, she told the whole world that I was going to beat Mike Tyson. And two days before the fight, my mother died. Buster Douglas had, he had a decision to make. When his mother died, he could die with his mother or he made a decision, I can wake up and I can live for mom. And he knocked Mike Tyson out simply because his why was greater than that punch. His why was greater than defeat. His why was greater than his trial and his tribulation. And I'm telling you, if you don't know what your why is and your why isn't strong, you're gonna get knocked out every single day. And welcome to the Roll Call Room podcast that pissed off shitbag Steve Commanders and cost my daddy his job and then pissed them off yet again with his number one book, Mental Health Barricade on Amazon. And now your host, my Uncle Mike and best-selling author, my daddy. Fuck you, Commanders. Up your ass. 
right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Roll Call Room podcast. I am one of your hosts, Nick. With me is our regular guest co-host, Sarge the Destroyer. How are you, buddy? How are how have you been? What's going on? Are you excited? Yeah, man, it's good to be back. I uh, it's been a while since I've been on the show. I know. Uh, I don't think I've been on since uh, wearing face masks in public was considered possibly a crime. Yeah. So, oh yeah, right. You came on just like when COVID was just yeah off. Yeah, and it was. You know, like- it's, it's weird to go into a bank wearing a mask and no one really bats an eye. I know. As a, as a as a former law enforcement officer, I got to tell you this: wearing the face mask thing in banks and like like target and places like that really freak me out because some of these people that some of these people are not wearing like, like traditional face masks. They're wearing the 1920s, like fucking fucking, uh, bandana over their face. Yeah, man. I see people wearing bandanas all the time. I'm like, well, you look like you're going to go rob a stagecoach, but uh, I'm sure you're protected. You know, you know when you know when you go into a Seven Eleven and they have those fucking gang bandanas next to the register, right next to the condoms. You yeah, know, nobody has those anymore. No, no, they stopped making those, man. They stopped making those. You only use them in your back pocket when when it's the Jets versus uh, <laughs> the Sharks. Or if you're one of those weird hardcore kids where you put a uh, pool ball in it and it oh becomes my. a weapon. What do they call those monkey fists? I don't know. I don't know. I hate hardcore music, so I have no idea. What the fuck? So uh, they got something in their throat the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, for our fans, um, when everything was going on behind the scenes and we were trying to figure out what we were going to do, like, was the show going to continue as a solo? Were we going to bring co-hosts? Uh, had some, I'm, I have made a very, very short list. And when I say short list, it only consisted of, uh, Mike, my buddy from New York and Sarge, the destroyer, because the chemistry from geez, uh, back in November was your first appearance. Yeah, I think so. I think it was yeah. November. It was November. And then you came for the Christmas episode. Um, and then you came back again and we did, um, Podmageddon. Yep. And, um, it just gelled. It just it, it. There's a chemistry that that uh, you need when you're doing this kind of show, and and with the listeners, uh, they really received you very well. So, you and I had a conversation, and we were. I was like, "Hey, I'd love to have you come on and 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 be a guest co-host." And um, you gave the thumbs up, and uh, once you gave the thumbs up, the gates, uh, the floodgates had opened. Because the right of passage. Wait, are you are you talking about your butthole or that comes later? Your your <laughs> I your always come later. Yeah. Your initiation uh was uh Sandusky Saturday. Uh I just flew back from Boston and um uh Sarge has been initiated with Sandusky Saturday. Uh I was very gentle and used a lot of soap. Um Thank you. I've never had cleaner feet. <laughs> Weird that you wanted to do it to my feet, but I mean, I figured I got to do this to get on the show. I guess it's fine. Um, uh, what should we call it? So the rite of passage on this show seems to be that the only way that you can be on this show is you have to have a cartoon character made of yourself. So um, 
I have this guy that I hire uh, that's done all of the artwork for the show. Uh, he's done mics. He's done mine. He's done the new mic. He's done a superhero one for me. Uh, and he's done Steve the Pig, which is on our logo. Um, and I took a, I ripped off your picture from social media. Um, the only picture. It's fine. Uh, uh, you and about 30 Nigerians. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm big in Nigeria. Man. <laughs> Well, I took the I took the shot that that like made you look as normal as possible. Um, it was pretty <laughs> it was pretty hard going through all of your pictures because I wanted to surprise you. Like I didn't want to yeah. I, I didn't want to message you and be like, "Yo," and plus it would have been super creepy. One dude asking another dude to send him a selfie. So you're uh, just ripping through my media like an ex girlfriend, dude. I was I was looking through everything because Mike Mike, my new co host. Uh, that's actually what I did to him is I text messaged him and I said, hey, can you shoot me uh, a selfie of yourself? And he was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I was like, yeah, I, just, I, I was like, dude, are you at work or, or are you home? He's like, I'm driving around right now. I'm in, I'm in my car. I said, just take a picture of yourself. Just just shoot me a selfie. And he was like, dude, this is getting weird. Like, what the fuck <laughs> are you a selfie for? I was like, trust me, it's going to be funny. You, you're going to love it. And um, so I sent it to my um, my cartoon guy. And the funny thing that you say about Nigeria is guess where he's from? He's from Nigeria? He's from Nigeria. Um, does, and he, which, like, does he know anybody who's pretending to be me on the Internet? Well, when I sent him your picture, he was like, this is the guy that owns all of the pharmacies down here in Nigeria. And I was like, really? And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah. This guy, you only pay him in, in Target gift cards. You, yeah, you or iTunes gift cards. Or iTunes gift cards. So he knew who you were. And, um, okay. was super All right, good. Cool. Yeah. So those of you that have not seen Sarge's new cartoon, I told I told the guy, first of all, um, you, ca you guys can't see this because uh, we don't show the video. But every time I do one of these with Sarge, he has pop figures behind him. And he's got yeah. a, a plethora of pop figures. Yeah, I have a good amount. I have a good amount. Yeah. I'm very observant as a police officer because I noticed that you have a lot of Star Wars stuff and you strike me as somebody that's, that's a big Star Wars fan. I am. And I th think we may have talked about the Mando Mandalorian. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. I think we did. Oh, yeah. So I said to the guy, I said, listen, there's certain parameters that I need you to follow. First of all, his face has to look like him, obviously, or else people are going to be like, who the fuck is this guy? Um, second of all, I want to honor his military service. Um, and then it has to have a microphone because we're doing a fucking podcast. This right. Is, obviously. Obviously. Um, and I said, I have to, I, he has to be holding a baby Yoda pop figure, which is what sold it for me. Did it? That's what did it. I was like, holy shit. Hang on. I got to show you something. Do you have oh. time with noises? <laughs> I'm actually looking at his pop figure collection as he's as he walked away, and it's incredible the amount of pop figures that he has, and he has some weird ones too. No fucking way! He's got a baby Yoda. He's got a baby Yoda. Is that a baby Yoda build a bear? No, no, man. Uh, so uh, I went down to Disney uh, in October. 
I was actually out of work at the time. Uh-huh. And, uh, um, but we'd already booked a trip. So I was like, wasn't gonna like cancel our trip to Disney. Right. And my mom gave me like this crazy amount of money and gift cards for me, just for me. Like she got some for my kids too. Cause she knew the new star Wars land had opened up. Right. We get all the way down to fucking Disney. I don't have any money. Mm-hmm. So like these gift cards were how I was going to pay for stuff. Cause everything else was kind of like all expenses paid, whatever. Right. My wife, gets the gift cards. No home. Yeah, she forgot him in the house. No, dude. Yeah. So I'm like kind of beside myself, but I'm like, whatever. The kids are still going to have a good time. They have their gift cards. They have fun. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we still had an amazing time. It's fucking Disney. How can you not enjoy it? Especially yeah. in Star Wars land. My daughter and I spent like two days there by ourselves. Just yeah. me and her. Anyway, so we get home. She finds the gift cards. Mm. So I go on the Disney website and I see all this Baby Yoda stuff. No. It's all pre-order. You can't get it until like they were like not until June. And I was like, fuck it. I don't care. Yeah. I'm getting it. So I got I got this baby Yoda. I got a Funko Pop baby Yoda. I got uh I got a little baby Yoda. Dude, that's that baby Yoda, like that other one, the stuffed animal, is that a stuffed animal with a plastic head? Yeah, it's like a cabbage patch doll from back in the day. Dude, that is legit looking. Right? Holy shit. This how, is how much a Halloween costume. It wasn't that expensive. It was like $29.99. No. Yeah. Did you see that Build-A-Bear uh, has them? But it's like, it's going to be impossible for you to buy one of those Build-A-Bear um, babies. Yeah, how the, how the fuck are you going to build it if you can't leave your house? Right? Well, the other thing is, is that they, they're like limited supply. They're only like giving like five a store. Yeah. I think this is crazy. I think Disney really, really missed the boat with that baby Yoda craze. I don't think they ever thought it was going to take off like it did. How could you not, though? How could because you not? The streaming, because they put it on a streaming-only service. I don't think they really thought that that many people were going to tune in to watch that show. Well, let me I, ask you. I think they dropped the ball in the sense that they didn't think Disney Plus was going to be what it is. But you like even the Lego sets, like there are no Lego sets for that. They, they released one shitty Mandalorian pack and then – one little scene from the movie and that was it. I'm like, you guys are nuts. I think Disney plus is only being held together by the Mandalorian right now. Well, that and like, you know, the Disney movies, my kids live on them. So yeah, but once you're done with those, like I'm still struggling as to why I'm paying for it until the next season of Mandalorian comes out. Well, I don't think it was really marketed for you. I mean, if you're a 50 year old lady whose only friend is 30 cats, the little mermaid's looking pretty good right now. I like how you said 30 cats. Like I take that personal because I have eight cats. So uh, I know, I know a good friend of mine actually just got a uh, kitten and I keep seeing videos and I just, I want to snuggle so much. You got to come, you got to come down here to Virginia and play with my hairless cats. That's code word. <laughs> I could, I could make a shaved pussy joke, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Family podcast, man. That's right. That's right. Podcast. Um, so, uh, so, so your, so your cartoon. So the guy, I said to him, I gave him those parameters. Oh, and about your outfit. So I said, yeah. I wanted to honor your military um, outfit, but I wanted to make it like superhero-ish. So I said, I want the outfit to be like Captain America meets Space Force. <laughs> <The new> Space <laughs> Force. <laughs> 
And the guy must have thought that I was out of my fucking mind, but he first sent me the sketch. And that's what I sent you. I sent you a message. Yeah. Uh, and I was, I, and I was, I was fucking nervous, man, because I was like, first of all, I didn't even ask him if I could do a cartoon character of him. And two, what if he fucking hates this thing? And is like, dude, what the fuck, what the fuck is wrong with you? No way. When am I ever going to look like a superhero? I want to put that shit on a shirt. I've, oh, it's coming on a shirt, bro. I was going right, to, go. I was going to surprise you. It's, it's, you're getting a shirt. Don't worry. Coming on a shirt is the name of my sex tape, by the way. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> right. So. So, uh, so he sends the sketch and the sketch, uh, first of all, his sketches are fucking money. He's, he does a great job. Yeah. And then like, like when he fills in the color, it just, poof, just blows up the, the fucking cartoon. So yeah. folks that go on there, when they go on, uh, I'm going to cross over our logo on all of our souls on all of our platforms, like Spotify and iTunes right now, the logo is, uh, me and Mike, um, and Mike's got his suit on with his detective badge on with his glasses. Um, and then the new logo has Sarge the Destroyer on the other side of the logo holding his pop figure. So that'll be on all platforms. So by the time you listen to this fucking episode, just look at your fucking screen and you'll see the cartoon and you'll know what we're talking about. Um, I'll be there. So uh, what'd you think the first time you saw the full finished rendition of it? It kind of made me sad that I'm too old to join the Space Force, to be honest with you. <laughs> Their Class A uniforms are going to be pleather, and I'm very excited for it. I'm here for it. I can't wait. Dude, it's that whole thing. Just what's going on, man? Like, what the fuck? Like, what are we, what are we, what are we defending ourselves in space from that we I, can't pick off from the ground? Independence Day. I guess, but you, like, you see he, what happened on Independence Day? Dude, I saw that movie on the day it came out. Me too. Nineteen. I was a, I was a little kid, snuck into the movie theater with my buddy. What year? I was probably. Uh, if it Let's came out in ninety two, I was only ten. Let's do a trivia. I'm gonna say it came out in ninety six. I'm gonna say ninety four because I think I was still in middle school. Okay, hold on. I'm researching it. Independence Day. Oh, nineteen ninety six. Really? Yeah, nineteen ninety six. Oh, it was the summer of ninety six, so I was going into I was going into high school. Nineteen ninety six. I saw I saw that and it scared the crap out of me because those aliens, when they come out of their little cocoon, um, look like uh ladies' genital areas. They don't look good. No. No. They don't look good. I not saying that, that that lady general genital area does not look good, but I didn't like the aliens. They scared me. Here's the thing, like I, I wasn't saying that that doesn't look good, but I feel like if one started trying to meld with my mind, like it did with Data from Star, from Star Trek: The Next Generation with a beard, um, I feel like I'd be uncomfortable with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then they tried to make another one. Yes, and was and it failed miserably because Will, Will Smith wasn't in it. Well, the thing is, is I guarantee you, what they did was is they gave him the script. And he looked at it and was like, what the fuck is this? That's like the men in black one that he didn't want to do. How could you, how could you want to do bad boys? Like, what are we on? Bad boys number 26, oh my God. but don't want to do independence day too. But if he would have done it, do you think it would have been successful? Yes. More than, it, well, actually, no, he's done a lot of shitty movies lately. Not that bad boys. What is it? Three or four. 
I don't know. I saw it. It wasn't that bad. But like, I don't know. The, the one on Netflix. Yeah. 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 So like, it wasn't that bad, but it's like, dude, this isn't Lethal Weapon. Like the first two were really good. And now it's kind of played out. Like how many times can Martin Lawrence be the scared cop? Yeah. Yeah. You know, they're doing another Lethal Weapon, right? With who? But the, the original Danny Glover and, and Mel Gibson are coming out. They're they're Is doing a new one. Danny Glover like seven hundred in this movie. I He's don't know. He's gonna look like rough, old Yoda, dude. He, oh shit! <laughs> you just said he looks like old Yoda. <laughs> he looks like a shriveled up prune. <laughs> He's gonna be saying, "I'm getting too old from this." From inside one of those cremation urns. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, Riggs is shaking it, and he's like, "What'd you say? What'd you say?" <laughs> uh, Him and Mel, G- Mel Gibson have to take a break to drink their insurance so their hips don't break. Oh my god! And they're also doing another um, Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, uh, you know what? Eddie Murphy doesn't look so old; he could pull no. it off for sure. And, and um, Eddie Murphy, I think when he does his stand-up special on um, Netflix is really going to shoot his career like up in the air. I think because people have forgotten that Eddie Murphy was a fucking, was the fucking comedy King back in the day. It was really good. And then if you look at like, if you look at uh, like Dave Chappelle's last comedy ep- oh uh, special God, yeah. and Adam Sandler's wasn't too bad either. Yeah. Like they were all, they were all pretty decent. And I think people forget that those guys were, were comedians before they had TV shows and, and movies and stuff. And frankly, I think Adam Sandler, maybe, I don't know, just a shot in the dark, maybe stop making movies with David Spade and just stick to doing stand-up. Well, because I laughed more at that comedy special than his entire career post-Billy Madison. Yeah, did you see the movie Uncut Gems that he did? No, I want to. I just haven't seen it Don't Don't do it. I heard it was really good. I've heard a lot of good things about it. All right. Well, you know what? Watch it, and then one of the episodes that we do together, like – We'll bring it up and then you can you can tell me you can review it. We'll do well, you can tell me review. how crazy I am because I gotta tell you an hour into that fucking movie, I was I was lost. I was like, what the fuck am I watching? Like it was and it's not I think I'm just nostalgic because I miss NBA championship Kevin Garnett. He was in it. Anything is possible. Yeah. yeah. Anything is possible. That's a big dude, bro. Yeah, he's in it. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's in the movie. basketball player. Yeah, yeah, I won't yeah. ruin it for you, but he's got a major role in that in that fucking movie. Um, it's just that I think the story just took too long for it to pick up, and like I kind of lost interest after a while. I was just like, "Come on, what's going on? Let's move this fucking shit along." Um, I think the problem is though, like with a lot of movies, it really depends on on what you were expecting versus what you get. Yeah, true. And that's why I try not to have high hopes for movies. Yeah. I went into the Star Wars movies expecting prequel level bullshit. Yeah. And I wasn't really let down. Like they were yeah. decent. They I were like the last, not shit. Uh, I like the last Star Wars was really good. Yeah. Oh, I uh no, I haven't seen that one. I saw the first two. Um I think when the last one came out, it was like December. I was busy yeah. with school. Yeah, it was cool. Um so I didn't see it. it's on Disney Plus, I probably should watch it since I can't do fucking anything else right now. Um, but like the Mandalorian, Rogue One, like all the new Star Wars stuff that's coming out, as long as you don't hold up a ton of hope for a movie about space magic, yeah. you're not going to be let down. 
Yeah, I mean, and I think, you know, the problem is, is with those kind of trilogies or those kind of movies, people really lose their fucking mind, dude. They really fucking lose their mind. And they're like, if it's not exactly the way that they hope it is, they lose their freaking mind, which is. Here's my problem. Have you, has anyone who's like a huge fan of the first three gone back and watched them lately? The dialogue sounds like everyone's having a stroke. It's some of the stupidest shit I've ever heard in my life. But I didn't care about that because I like spaceships and I like, you know, light swords. Oh, my God. Like, why Why are you holding such hope for a movie that was literally marketed to children? <laughs> you you did not like the fucking Star Wars ones with, like, Jaja Binks and all. No, no, it's trash. Oh, my God, dude. What? I went, I went into watching those movies expecting, like, a badass... Anakin Skywalker slowly morphing into this evil person. And instead I just saw basically another image of my teenage self and realized that probably my bad poetry wasn't going to get me Natalie Portman. You oh know what I mean? God. Oh my God. He was just such a whiny bitch the whole time. Like when you turn to Darth Vader, it was like, finally you shut up. Yeah. And he even continued to bitch even after that. It was like, it was like, shut up. Yeah. I'm so glad they replaced your voice with James Earl Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine having to listen to him whine and complain? They find your lack of faith disturbing, dude. <laughs> Shut up. <sighs> well, listen, this is what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break. Then what we're going to do is we're going to come back and we're going to talk about um, if theoretically there was a purge day during COVID. How would it go, and what would the rules be? All the Kardashians gone, done. Don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. So we're gonna take, we're gonna take a quick break, and then what we're gonna do is we'll get into it, and uh, we'll continue with the fun. All right. All right. All right. Stay tuned, folks. We're gonna take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. want to help the Roll Call Room podcast keep going? Of course you do. Join Patreon and pledge to the show each month. Tiers start at $5 and you can get some pretty cool shit with it, including swag and access to listen to episode clips early. So put that Starbucks coffee down and help my dad keep the show going. Don't be a fucking Steve. Go to rollcallroom.com to pledge today. All right, folks, we are back from break. 
man, I love that fucking. You know, I got a I got a funny story about that song. It's funny to me. I don't know. Sometimes I tell an army joke, nobody gets it. But it's like a you had to be there thing. But I had this uh, teammate when I was in the military, and he uh he had to get uh, dental surgery, so uh, he had a uh, he had a uh, Percocet. He had to take Percocet, so he wasn't allowed to have his weapon or anything. So I basically had to babysit him the whole time. And so uh, I had to keep stopping him from wandering off. And not because he was trying to go AWOL. He was just high as fuck. And so we're in the we're in the chow hall. And uh, I sit down and I look over. And he's standing over at the table where all the fruit is. And he's trying to cut into a banana that hasn't been peeled with a spoon. Oh, my. And so everyone on my, my squad called him Spoon Man from then on. Like we still call him wow. Spoon Man. He was just so high, and I was like, "Murphy, what the fuck are you doing, man?" And he's like, "I'm eating a banana." Like I was the asshole. <laughs> you know what's funny? I'm pretty sure that I went to a leadership conference with him, and he's a chief of police somewhere. Right? That wouldn't now. surprise me at all. That wouldn't surprise no, me at all. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. So we are back from break. Um. And uh, we have a special announcement that I want to make real quick, uh, and then we will get into our next topic. You know, you don't have to put the audio. You can put that audio in after, man. Ah, going deaf. This is your emergency broadcast system. The annual purge sanctioned by the U.S. government. Weapons of class four and lower have been authorized for use during the purge. I'm already fucked in the purge. You made me deaf. I'm not going to hear anybody sneaking up on me. Have been granted immunity from the purge and shall not be harmed. Commencing at the siren, any and all crime. Legal for 12 continuous hours. Police, fire, and emergency medical services will be unavailable until tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. when the purge concludes. Blessed be our new founding fathers and America, a nation reborn. May God be with you all. I made the right choice picking up the headphones. These sirens turn me on. I love them. Damn, son, those aren't even my fucking pants, yo. Oh, man. That was loud. That was awesome, man. Uh, did you watch the Purge movie? No, no, I haven't seen. What? I don't know why. Oh, I just mom. nothing. It didn't do anything for me. I didn't want to watch Ethan Ho- Ethan Hawke being locked in a house for like two hours. No, it's the premise of I, it. I is, know, I know, it, but he looks like he looks like Skeletor fucked a lemon. You know what I mean? <laughs> like he's just he's always got that face. He's super gaunt, like he hasn't eaten in a couple of weeks. I don't think he ever got over losing uh, losing out on Dallas Buyers Club to Jared Leto. Yeah, and, and it's funny that you say Dallas Buyers Club because um, what's his name? Uh, the other one that does the Lincoln commercials. Matthew McConaughey. Uh, yeah, man. You know, like he's up and down, man. One day, one day he's looking he's looking pretty good, and then like another day he looks like a fucking burnt cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's either Rust Cole or the, or the character he played in whatever Magic Mike movie he was in. Yeah, like uh, some days he just looks rough, man. But in those Lincoln commercials, man, I want to buy every one of those fucking models. You know, every I would want to buy it if he wasn't talking the whole time. 
Well, and then the way that he talks, and like, because it's like he's saying, it's Matthew, sexy. It's like, it's like when I'm playing with my iPhone, I like to play with all the buttons. <laughs> I lock lock the screen every time, and then it's and then too- he just starts randomly whistling for no reason. Who just yeah. whistles? I've never been all by myself and been like, you know what? I need a jaunty tune from my mouth. Yeah, and they make it. They make him like roll, like rolling down the window, like super sexy. They play like this really eerie music, and he's like smooth sailing the whole way. Matthew, it's a fucking car. Yeah, not to mention, it's the, it's like, the, it's the, the car of choice of every seventy-five-year-old man in Florida. Yeah, like come on, come on, Matthew. It's not as cool yeah. as you're making it. No, no, no. Self-respecting twenty to forty-year-old is buying a Lincoln. And if there's any fans out there that have a Lincoln, I apologize. Look, if you had the Lincoln Town Car my grandfather had, that's okay. Oh the black Lincoln Town Car from the 1990s, a real long Dude. one. Okay, I'll take that. But not, not, not a, no, it's stupid. Stop it, Matthew McConaughey. It's, it's, I got a funny story for you. So, my dad and I, as a bonding experience when I was 16 years old, uh, decided to teach me how to drive. And the way that he taught me how to drive was is he had a Lincoln Continental, an older 90, 90s model. So, the big, oh, boat. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, he's like, I'm going to teach you how to drive. We're driving down to Florida from New York city. Yeah. That's how I learned. Um, super scary, but he bought this fucking car before we went on the trip and it was dumping carbon monoxide into the fucking car. All right. So yeah, at dude. least, uh, at least you got to hallucinate the whole ride down. Dude, it was rough because the whole entire, we would switch. Like when he was driving, I would like rest and then vice versa. And there were times, like I'm looking back now, man, there were times when I was in the back seat, like sleeping, but I wasn't sleeping. I was dying. (laughs) I was just going to say you were probably both resting. Yeah. Yeah. And it was fucking freezing all the way until like South Carolina. So we didn't roll down the windows. So we were, we were definitely fucking like, dude, that's a fucking brutal ride too. Dude, that's like gone, gone girl. Like, yeah, time a thousand. It was rough. Yeah, they, uh, rough. I had a friend. Uh, well, I, I have this friend, Monster. He's uh, I've done a couple of shows with him, and uh, we were doing an award show. We were emceeing an award show down in Georgia, and uh, we drove in a Mercedes down to down to Atlanta, Georgia. And I'll tell you, it didn't matter. <laughs> it was a nice car. By the end yeah. of the ride, I just wanted out. And it wasn't because of him. Like, he's a great guy. We had great conversations and everything. You just get to a point where you're like, I can't drive anymore. I can't no. do it. I don't like long distance driving anymore. When I first when I first got my license and I was, like, younger, I can drive. But as a cop, driving for 11 or 12-hour shift every day, my hatred for driving now is, like, real. I couldn't handle it. I, you can't like it's it's no matter what the car is, no matter if Matthew McConaughey is in it or fucking Reese Witherspoon is twiddling your balls as you're driving. It doesn't matter. No, it, no. And, and no. honestly, at some point or another, I'm going to be like, Reese, it's getting a little swampy down there. Yeah. yeah like move on. Like <laughs> time out. The fellas, 
the fellers are good. Yeah, we're fine. We're fine. Nothing on. will keep Let's me in the car on. that long. I used to, um, yeah. when I was on Al-Assad near the end of my deployment, we had uh, two months where our mission had ended, but we weren't ready to go home yet. Like everybody else was still working. So they put us with the provost marshal's office at Al-Assad with this uh, National Guard unit from Missouri. And uh, we were driving around the base at night and there's nothing going on. So we were just driving around in these like shitty, um, I think they were forerunners, Ford forerunners. And we were just flying around driving in those things. And I can't imagine having to do that for a job. It's one of the reasons I didn't become a cop. I couldn't handle it. Nah, it's, it's, it's a lot, dude, like driving around in a car and, you know, later on in my law enforcement career, like early on Crown Vicks, big cars, really roomy, big cars. And then as time went on, um, then they got the Ford Tauruses and Ford Tauruses. Oh my God. Those are the smallest fucking cars. Like, man, you can't. No. You can't fucking get anything in those things. And and those of you that drive Ford Tauruses on duty and you like them, good for you. But for me, I don't think there's enough room. It's too tight. And getting into a cruiser accident with one of those things, you're just a fucking sardine. Game over, man. Yeah. The police roll around in uh, Dodge Chargers and um, SUVs. I don't know what the SUV is. But, uh, probably a Tahoe. Yeah, probably Tahoe. Uh, yeah, Tahoe. I don't know if it's as big as a Tahoe. It's it's kind of small. It's like the size of mine. I drive a Nissan Rogue, and this is just like a tiny bit bigger than mine. Hmm. Yeah, we have. Um, we now. Well, we. I'm not there anymore. But we had ex- where I worked. We had Explorers and um, the the SWAT um, uh, SWAT guys that wear you know kids T-shirts. <laughs> um, Right around in Tahoes, unmarked Tahoes in their high speed unmarked Tahoe. Yeah, well, I mean, they've got a lot of time on their hands. Yeah, they sure do. And you need a big truck like that for a big head. So, <laughs> um, but so we diverted. So the purge. So our Patreon fans uh, got to vote on what the show would be about. Okay. And what we wanted was a purge. Like, so since COVID's going on and everybody's kind of confined to home um, and some that don't follow house or house, not house arrest, I was about to say house arrest, but that's pretty much what yeah. it is. If we decided to do a purge day, how would we do it? And what would the rules be? And since you didn't see the movie, the premise of purge is for a designated period of time. I think it's like 15 yeah. hours. No, I, I knew what the premise was. I looked it up because I wanted to know what it was about. Yeah. Yeah. So I like the idea. Uh, oh, you're on board. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's totally. I think it's, well, not totally. Population population control. I think there needs to be rules. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 What's what's the first rule of all? Uh, well, no kids, obviously. Oh, yeah. 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 Definitely no. And kids. you can't be related to anybody that you kill. I'm not on board with that. Well, you know, I got I, you know. my my problem is you you already got guys out there that are fucking crazy assholes that like do the murder suicide with their wife and kids. You can't do it. Yeah. Can't do it. Yeah. But what if you, what if you have like, what if you have like a, I don't know. What if you have an uncle that lives like a state That's away different. from you? That's different. That's different. That's different. All right. So you're saying immediate. Family. I'm saying like spouse or former spouse. Nah, see, you're not going to get a lot of people on board with that. <laughs> That's not going to fly. That's not, that's going to get vetoed. Right off the bat. 
right off the bat. All right. All right. Um, well, dads teach your daughters how to shoot then, I guess. Yeah. So I'm on board with kids, no kids. and current spouses or household. Yeah. Current family. spouses for sure. I, okay. If you live with people, you can't kill them. Okay. All right. I'm on board with that. So purge happens. Are you go? Are you bunkering down? Are you a bunker down guy, or are you a go out and hunt guy? I'm a I'm a snipe from a tree guy. I feel like I would spend a lot of time with booby traps around me in a tree. Okay, very interesting. And so you would you would do all of your preparation, buy all of your weaponry and all that stuff prior to purge day. Yeah, and then I would I would get into a sniper's nest outside of the person's house that I'm going for. So you're just going for one person. You're not, you don't have a list. No. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing about a list. You, everyone's allowed to kill everyone, right? Yes. So they're allowed to just kill you for no reason. Yeah. So if, you could be in your mess. Look, they take look, you look if, if the people that I want to kill are in New York and I decide to wear a Red Sox hat that day, game over, bud. I'm not even going to get where I'm going. That is true. I wouldn't advise that. No, no. And I wouldn't recommend wearing a Yankee hat in Boston. I I've been there twice and I can tell don't you recommend, do that. don't recommend it. You literally any other baseball team is fine. Just not, that. just not that. See, I'm, I'm the reverse. I'm going to have a list. Actually, you know what? I, I got to amend that. If you're wearing an Astros hat, you're probably not going to get by while up here either. Oh, for cheating. Yeah. I don't know what the, uh, you know what it is? Cause they sent Alex Cora to us and then we won a world series and none of us knew. And now we're like, Oh shit. First the Patriots, now these assholes. Great. We're never going to hear the end of it from all the New York fans that haven't had a championship in 10 years. I'm going to tell you, man, it's going to be an interesting season for the Patriots this year. The who? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They're dead to me right now. Bill Belichick is probably fucking turning over. Like he's probably fucking. I don't know, though. I don't know, though. The one season that Tom was injured, we almost made the playoffs with a nobody. Gronk coming out of fucking retirement, dude. What is what is Gronk's not going to be able to last for more than a season? And Tom Brady's got what another two seasons in him. But dude, have you seen Gronk lately? I'm sure he looks great, but still, dude, the guy's all fucked up. The whole reason he got out is because his body is falling apart. Well, I'd sleep with them. I would too, but we're not talking. I don't have a lot of full contact sex. Yeah, if you're running across the room to smash, you're doing it wrong. Well, then we have to talk off. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the purge, um, for me, definitely would have a list. I don't think I'd get through the whole entire list because I'm pretty sure some of the people would be bunkered down. Yeah, I'm not a bunker down person. I mean, I would, like I would think you gotta be on the move, but you got to plan out yeah. where you're gonna go and where you're gonna hide, and it's got to be unconventional places. You can't be one of those dumbasses who's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go hide in the police station." Trust me, that ain't going to work. Everybody yeah. thought of that. I think it'd be great for the economy if we did a purge day, because think about all the security companies and purge safety companies that would come out of like out of that. Like you'd have to hire a company to come and fortify your house. Well, so here's the problem, though. That depends on the rules, because if you want to take out your your worst enemy and he's a bridge operator, you just fucked your city over for a couple of billion, you know? That's true. But it's all it's it's all or nothing. It doesn't matter what your title is, it's just you're an asshole. Yeah, but I'm saying if you're blowing up a bridge to get at him, you're gonna cost your city quite wow. a bit of money. 
So you're talking about making rules for structural damage. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you've watched a lot of news in the time of COVID, but we're not great at following rules in this country. So- no, that's why COVID would be perfect, because I guarantee you, if the, if you culminated purge day with COVID, we'd be able to wipe the street. Like, we'd be able to clear some shit up. Like, yes, these folks are walking forget, around. Dumb people have guns, too. Oh, that's true. And they're going to do dumb things with their dumb guns. That is true. And they're not great at following rules. So now you've got dumb people with dumb guns who don't follow your rules. I think it's going to cost a lot of money. So the first rule is the day before the purge, all the dumb people get locked in a pen. I mean, you just leave them in there. No, you let them live, you know, just keep them locked up. And then you're like, okay, in 15 hours, you can go back to drinking Mountain Dew. But we can't kill those dumb people? Nah, no, you need dumb people. Because think about it this way. If you get rid of all the dumb people, eventually you're going to be the dumbest guy alive. And I'm not ready for that. No, I'm not. And I'm, I'm this close, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm running a podcast. I'm one what severe headache away from licking a window. Oh, my God. Me too, bro. Yeah, I can do it. Too. So you gotta you gotta have some strict rules. You gotta take some people out of the game. No Navy SEALs are allowed to participate. This is amateur night. Oh, yes, yes. No professional Green Beret yeah. Navy SEAL. None of you guys. That's not. Fair. That's not fair. But I'll tell you right now. I bet you they've thought about it. I'm sure they These have. These guys who hasn't who hasn't sat in traffic only to find out the app the accidents on the other side of the road and not thought to yourself we are too dumb to breed. And now that I'm not in the law enforcement a law enforcement profession, I can tell you that a purge day is very heavily supported <laughs> in the first responder world. Well, yeah, I kind of feel like I kind of feel like you know you're only going to show up to the same guy's house so many times because he's masturbating in the window. For you, like, I'd rather just yeah. kill you, Steve. Yeah, yeah. You're just like, I've been out here five fucking times, dude. In one like night. the same fucking dude. Or a homeless guy that like throws shit at people, like literal shit at cars. Whoa, whoa time like, out though. I kind of sometimes identify with that homeless guy a little bit. I would love to throw my shit at someone. Really? Depending on the person, yes. You know how nasty your shit is? Anyone like you gotta, anyone who has truck nuts. Oh yeah. Anyone. Yeah. You're gonna those get a poop funny. sandwich. Yeah, those aren't funny. No, I don't get it. I saw this is the worst. I saw like smaller truck nuts, but it was on like a Honda Civic. And this was like two weeks ago. Like, what are you doing? That car doesn't need testicles. That car needs a a summer's you know eve, man. Tampon. <laughs> It's like a Prius. Well, I mean, at least a Prius is good on gas mileage. Those souped-up Honda, C- Honda Civics are like they're just—it's like four gallons, four gallons a mile. Yeah, I can't speak because I drive a fully electric car, so I'm like the worst. Hey, look, you know, the way I look at it is like it's not—it's not like femme and wussy to protect the environment because. Oh, I'm not doing it for that. There's cool shit out there that, that should still live like tigers, not in a cage. <laughs> because if, if there's when, enough tigers, they'll start doing the purge for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, until until fucking uh, Joe, uh, Joe Exotic gets fucking pardoned by the president. Oh, I, it, America's so dumb right not now. Bad. I wouldn't be surprised if it did. Nah, he's not going to do that. He's not going to pardon him. Eh, 
I feel like with Trump's record on women, he wouldn't feel too bad about fucking over Carol Baskin. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Because he doesn't like the ladies. Yeah, I mean, Carol he Baskin. likes them, but until they, until they talk back and they get sassy. Well, when they're not wearing started, high heels and cooking them at Delmonico in the kitchen, then he gets real mad. Did you see his new press secretary? Ugh. Ugh. Smart, dude. She's smart. Yeah, but she looks like she's been like chewing on limes all day. Why are you so oh angry? Why are you so angry? Why didn't you hire <laughs> Tommy Laren? She's at least gorgeous. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let me tell you something. Uh, we purposefully don't do politics on this show, but I put a meme up of Hillary um, and some lady like went fucking berserk on me on social media, dude, and was like, you just lost a fan. Well, I mean, that, uh, that's kind of your own fault. Um, when you put stuff up on the Internet, you then have to mute it immediately so that you can't see what anyone says underneath it. Because I don't care. Yeah, I do. I don't want to hear it. No. So, I mean, you can't oh, right. like, You've dealt with that. You've dealt with that. Yeah, I used to I used to fight back because the thing is, like, people think like, oh, uh, uh, you're anti-Trump during the during the Obama administration. I was just as vocal about yeah. about President Obama and no one no one said a word. Everybody was like, oh, OK. And it's like, guys, I hate everyone. It's not just the Republicans or the Democrats. It's the Republicans and the Democrats. I don't like any of them. Yeah. Well, for me, my political view is based on where they stand with first responders, particularly law enforcement. Yeah, I'll agree with that. That's that's where I stand with any politician. If your decisions hurt me or any of my brothers or sisters or your policies, um, you're a fucking asshole. And that's how I've always been. Like I've been in law enforcement for almost 20 years. I've always felt that way um, because if you're not protecting the people that are protecting you, then what are you doing to, to regular Joe Citizen that's just trying to fucking make a living you know, in a Slovakia truck or something. And this is kind of, oh. and this is why I got mad at Obama and it's why I get mad at Trump. Mm-hmm. Tell you guys to put their stupid guns away and get out of the fucking state house. They're trying to do work there, you idiot. <laughs> if, if you show up at the state house with an M16, I promise you they're going to vote against whatever you're looking for. Because <laughs> I would. I could be a dyed-in-the-wool conservative, but if you show up with an AR-15 and we're like, okay, well, you're fucked. You're going to stay in your house for another two months just by yourself. <laughs> Asshole. Yeah, this, this, dude, this this quarantine thing, like we were talking about it before we went live, and um, man, I got to tell you, I think the second wave, I think... I think we're we're in for yeah. it, my friend. I don't want to sound like an asshole because I get it. There's people who are sick of their freedoms being taken away. And there's people who are genuinely concerned about being able to provide provide for their families. And I get that. I do. And I'm not I'm not trying to knock those people's concerns because if you own a business, you work fucking hard for your business. I get it. Yeah. But there's something else you have to think about. A lot of dead people are also gonna fuck the economy. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't think back in 1916, or I'm sorry, 1918 through 1920, which is how long the Spanish flu lasted, I find it hard to believe people were showing up at the state house with a fucking musket <laughs> yelling at Woodrow Wilson. You know what I mean? I think people were pretty okay with the idea of staying in their house. And history shows that when they got complacent, um, I think it was, and I could be wrong because I'm not super bright, but I believe it was the city of St. Louis. Mm-hmm. They didn't do a lockdown and they had the highest death rate in their state. So weird, right? 
it's like going outside with a communicable disease is a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. And people are saying, well, I tell you, I, I worry, I worry about. I mean, I do worry about small businesses. I know that they're struggling, especially the restaurant industry. It's so hard to keep a restaurant open these days. Um, yeah, I, I feel for I feel for companies. I just read that Hertz filed for bankruptcy. Yeah. That's that's huge, yeah, man. That's, that's a huge. That's a big company. company. But when you think about think, it, with a company like that, their margins are so small. Something like this, there's just no way around it. They're yeah. going to be fucked. Places that have small margins, like any sort of electronic store, they're screwed. Yeah. It's game over. Yeah. Yeah. I think, well, Hertz was going down as soon as OJ killed his wife. No? Still not Still not enough time has gone by with that? I think that reference is old enough to drink. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> oh, I find it hilarious that, that I find it hilarious that uh, OJ Simpson on his Twitter was criticizing carol baskin yeah yeah it's like that's hot like oj i think um maybe take, i think you maybe sit down on this one sit this one out buddy yeah i i know what it's like to be falsely <laughs> accused i know what it's like to be in jail for something i didn't do you know the minute oj got out kato kalen went into hiding oh yeah <laughs> you're scared bro yeah he's a small blonde he's fucked yeah, I was listening to um I was listening to um Ron Goldman's family and they still have yet to collect like any of the wrong well not but a lot because this dude he lives off of his NFL pension and you can't take that as part of a settlement. Yeah. Like you can't take that. Any any sort so, of uh pension or disability can't be garnished. Like I got a yeah. buddy who went through a uh he went through a really rough divorce and he's a disabled vet. And thankfully, he was allowed to keep his disability checks because that's how he pays his rent. Well, listen, bud, you know, um, you did a good job, man. This is a good first episode. All right. All the uh, breeders, you're going to take me out with the... I love that. Do you? I love this song. How did I fucking know that you would like this song? Because um, I was a child in the late 80s, early 90s. Me too. The soundtrack of my life, man. I know. I played some good shit for you. Uh, folks, we hope that you like the uh, the episode. Sarge will be on multiple times. Um, we want you to reach out. Um, you can email me at nick at rollcallroom.com. You can send me anything that you want to send Sarge. Or Sarge, do you have some place that they can go to reach out to you? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Sarge the Destroyer. Or you can find me at Bastard Prophet on Twitter. Um, or email me at my podcast, Citizens Guide Podcast at gmail.com. Check us out, Citizens Guide to the Supernormal we're on Twitter. I mean, I'm sorry, we're on Twitter, but we're on uh, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen. Awesome. All right, folks, check out uh, rollcallroom.com. Uh, check out our Patreon, help the show keep on going. And as always, take good care of each other. And the roll call is. The roll call is over. Now go out there and fuck some shit up. Yeah.
Two grown men just popping yep, their heads. Yep. The, uh, all day long. 